Baby on the neck getting foolish. Live on the set with the gang and Mike Cooley. I'm just cooling. Cooling with the gang. Cooling with the gang. Cooley in the gang. Baby on the neck getting foolish. Live on the set with the gang and Mike Cooley. I'm just cooling. Cooling with the gang. Cooling with the gang. Cooley in the gang. Nothing better than a professor. Watch him cook up cooling. Big G, can't forget my nigga Mike Cooley. Keep it hot like a pot of carrot. Sweet as made bear. Question is, is she single? Is she single? We'll find out when I call and I be geeking off G Laughing till I'm nauseous, cause she ain't, they going all in Leaving no stones unturned, no topic untouched They let her cuss and they fuck shit up Brother, I keep my money right Make sure you keep that money right Make sure you keep that money right Glam share, keep the jewelry tight, make sure you keep it We on weekly, make sure you peep it Matt King state of mind, the best kept secret Ain't nothing to it but to do it, so do it Introduce it, the gang and Mike Coolin Baby on the neck getting foolish. Live on the set with the gang and Mike Cooley. I'm just cooling. Cooling with the gang. Cooling with the gang. Cooley in the gang. Baby on the neck getting foolish. Live on the set with the gang and Mike Cooley. I'm just cooling. Cooling with the gang. Cooling with the gang. Cooley in the gang. You are tuned into the Cooley and the Gang Show on Blockworks Radio. Boing, boing, boing. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. It's Tuesday. Um, and I'm excited. I think we got a lot of things to talk about. Um, Ike, what are you doing, man? Ike just popped in IG. You supposed to be studying, bro. You better get back on it, bro. You get Ike, you get 15 minutes and then you gotta hit the books, bro. You gotta make sure we stay on top of Ike. Yeah, you gotta get back to the studies. How you gonna put um, that man out there like that? What? He tell us all the time he got to study. That's why he can't come on the show tonight. <laughs> oh, I know what you want. Mayberry. I well, see you. I see you. No, that what have you nailed? Y'all, look at our Mayberry. Hold on. Let me. I know you lying. I know you lying. See? See, this that fuck shit that's going to happen for the whole show. See you. I'm trying to act like I'm. I got some class with Doctor Will on here. Now you go ahead and me acting ridiculous because I'm staying like this now. Look, Look what's this God. third time's a charm? Doctor Will is here for the third time. He's not even a guest no more. At this point, he is just. I mean, he was already family, but now he's family, family, yeah, family, 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 family. He's the resident doctor for all of the f that go on on this show. <laughs> Sorry, Doctor Will, because everybody need to get counseled on here. Probably not Linnea. Mm-hmm. And uh, we want to welcome Linnea uh, back that? again, back for good. Uh, we appreciate you. So shout out to Linnea being here. Um, that play cousin. <laughs> oh, play cousin. <laughs> uh, the professor's here. Um, and uh, yeah, Shannon, yeah. I think, I don't know what she'd be back in a second. So um, I'm not even going to hold this up. I know um, everybody's been seeing, uh, we post, we're going to talk about blended families tonight. And um, not just... Um, blended families the thing but also some other things that i want to kind of include into it um i guess um from the very beginning so as far as like um how do you even get to be a blended family like you know the processes of elimination i guess i don't know um 
what did I? Uh, so I, I looked at a couple things online, and uh, one of the first things I was started trying to look up was I was trying to get some dating statistics because um, what made me want to include this part of it into it was because Shannon was telling me about this video she just saw on um, Instagram, and I'm sure y'all saw it. And it was when um, this dude approached a girl in the car. And I've been seeing females post videos like this lately where they'll like set the camera down while they're in the car and pretty much show, I guess, how we try as men try to talk to them. Um, well, she gave this dude the blues from the moment he walked up. And um, what got me about the conversation as they got down towards the end of the conversation, she had already berated him about where he worked and his job wasn't good enough and all of that. So they had got to the point about children. So she was like, well, how many kids you have? How many kids you say you had? The dude would talk to the girl in the car. How many he had? He said he had one child. So she was like, went off, like, one child? You got a baby out in these streets? So he was like, well, how many you had? She said, five. So he like, ooh, how you getting on me for my one and you got five? But she didn't want to date him due to his having one child, his lack of employment, and so forth and so on. So I say that to say, um let's start from the beginning of the dating and making the conscious decision on whether or not you want to be with someone that has children um now did y'all see that video i maybe i know if you saw you just sent it to me i know you just sent me that video because that linnea and linnea i know you see all the internet you ain't see that I one see it. Where was I that it was on Instagram, and I and I couldn't find it because I wanted to play at least that part of it. I don't know where you sent it though. I know, but from where I couldn't find it when I looked for it. Okay. Oh, all right, shave room. So, all right, let's start there. Um, and everybody, like, let's go back to when you know you were out in the streets and you was deciding what you wanted to do because I know I was the guy in the crew that. It seemed like every female I dated had kids. So I, I, I've been a bonus dad to all little children since I was 17 years old, just about. So I mean, real. I, I don't know what it was, um, but um, y'all want me to pick any, meeny, miny, mo? Who wants to go, go, go? Oh shit, I go. I know you will, brother. Let them know. <laughs> um. So. So what question do you want me to answer? Do you want you want to answer the question of was was ch were children a turn off for you when it came to dating? Like was was it like a red flag? Like, you know, flag no. So so I, I think you have to qualify exactly what what is dating? Like what do people consider dating? Because dating to to some men is we hanging out and I'm gonna stay around until we have sex and that's the end of it. So if that's a level of, if that is considered dating, the children, uh, them having children is really insignificant. Mm -hmm. If I'm looking at a relationship and as far as uh, being in that long term, then looking at if they have children and the involvement of the children's father or lack thereof mm -hmm. um, could play a part in, in my decision making because some women have have uh, children's fathers that are just unreasonable mm -hmm. and it could cause unnecessary strain. Now, I couldn't I'm telling you about the video that I had I was looking for earlier today. 
and I couldn't quite find the, the part that I wanted wanted you to play, but the guy made a good point. Like when you're, when, it's hard enough dating as is, and I'm talking about serious relationships. I'm not talking about just, you know, casual encounters, but in, in a serious relationship, it's hard enough as is. Now, when you add in the factor of children, it also adds another dynamic. Then when you add in the drama or possibility of drama with the children's father, now it adds in another dynamic. And for women dealing with uh, a guy and a child's mother adds in another dynamic. So um, for me, I just never, I, I guess at, at my younger age, well, it's not that I guess, at my younger age, I really wasn't interested in a long-term relationship. So that was never a factor for me. But as I've gotten older, I have encountered uh, most women have children already. So it, it's almost like if you're looking for a woman that doesn't have a child, it's like a needle in a haystack at, at, at this age range. And um, I think my biggest concern is what is your parenting like? Um, are you an actual parent or are you just a, a, a mom? Is your is your child's father involved? Um, and to what degree does he still dictate what goes on in your household? And that was something that I, I stated on that other show that with women, you generally don't hear it when women date guys. But when guys date women, you generally hear an issue from the child's father on who they're dating. And some women actually factor in their child's father's opinion about the scenario on who they're dating, which I still don't understand it, but you know, I'm not in that position, so I can't, I can't really speak on that. But um, yeah, for me, it, it just seems like it comes with the territory. I like children. I don't have a problem with children, so it doesn't, it doesn't bother me. I think people have issues when they really don't care for kids. That scenario that you just gave with the young lady and, her criticizing a guy for having one child. Mm -hmm. um, I think she wasn't interested in him in the first place. She would, I don't feel like she would have done any of that if she really had any level of interest in him and him having a child is, is insignificant in the grand scheme of things in that scenario. Now I do know a woman that has three children and she said she got a list and having a child is on that list and she does not, she don't bend on it. She says she does not mess with, um, guys that have children and she says that's her reasons and she's going to stick to her reasons so siana says she didn't date men with children and she has children yeah siana so um, go ahead no i was going to say i didn't i never asked her why she felt that way she just said that she she just just don't deal with men with children and what she said what she said made a lot of sense as far as her her guidelines are concerned she said generally women have guidelines of what they will and won't deal with. Men generally don't. Mm -hmm. And she said, there's nothing wrong with you having guidelines. If you don't want a woman with a child, then make that your guideline and stick to your guidelines. There's nothing wrong with that. But generally we don't, we don't actually do that. Well, you're tuned into the Kalina gang show. We just getting started. We got our, um, our, um, I want to say guests, but our professional, our conscious is on. Uh, Dr. Will is here with us tonight um, to help uh, us keep on task and lead us in the right direction and give us a, a, a deeper idea into some things we're going to talk about. 
Um, shout out to everybody that joined us in on IG. Um, everybody in Facebook land, YouTube, everywhere. Everybody, take a second, hit that share button. It's free. It doesn't cost you much, and we appreciate it. Hit that share button. Hit that thumbs up. Hit that heart. Let us know you're here. Shout yourself out when you come in. Um, IG to send this video out to somebody you know needs to hear this. Um, we're starting off talking about dating with children, and then we're going to move into talking about blended families. Um, mm -hmm. It's a very, 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 very prevalent um, thing. Like um, the numbers um, actually shocked me when I looked them up as far as like how many blended families are like in out here right now. And I think it was like about 40 percent of families about are blended. And I definitely didn't think it was that high. But I mean, I can see it. So um, right now we're starting off with dating with children. Mm -hmm. um, the professor uh, sparked it off for us. And now I want to bounce to one of the ladies. Um, wow. when you, uh, how, how was it like Linnea for you? Like, um, was it I'm, a preference? No children? Did it matter? I, I'm gonna be real frank. When I was a little younger than what I am now, I preferred guys with no kids because my biggest, I guess you could say, I would I would hyperventilate because I was like, okay, I don't want to, I don't want to deal with no crazy baby mamas. I don't want no mm -hmm. jealousy. And what was kind of strange in my case, I didn't have my son till I was 34. So for a I was one of the few populated population, I guess you could say that I was a woman in her thirties at the time with no kids and guys used to make me, well, they, I guess they were kind of like, kind of shocked that I was in my thirties with no kids. And I was like, well, what's, what's wrong with that? He must be crazy. Or I was like, no. That generally, like I can, that generally, like somebody will, be, but it's like a diamond in the rough for the most part. I mean, like right. not to see everybody just run out here, but you know, right. you make it to a, yeah. Yeah, so they was like, is something wrong with you? Like, are you all right? I'm like, yeah, it's called I work. I'm living on my own. I got bills. I'm particular. Blase, blase. And then once I had my son, I found that it was a little bit easier to date guys with that also had children because they can understand, like, okay, you might have something to do, do with your son. But when you're a woman that's single and you don't have any kids, it's it's kind of like it's kind of like a um it looks it looks kind of weird like what's wrong but I I think a lot of guys now go to single moms because it gives them an eye kind of like a preview of how she is as a mother whereas a woman that don't have kids they don't have the slightest idea how she is as a mother like do she even have a maternal instinct so know how yeah. she is in bed but just don't know how she is with them kids. Uh, bars, yeah. bars, yes. bars. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Mayberry, how you, how do you feel? I don't. I never really looked at it. I mean, I, I would say to Linnea's point, when I was younger, I didn't want to date a guy with kids, hmm. um, because the market was different. The market changed when, you know, we all got a little older. People started having kids. So the 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 pickings start to slim. So you got to actually open up your mind and your perspective saying, oh, okay, maybe that's a little ridiculous. Um, but I don't really care if, if anybody has a kid or not. It's not, that has nothing to do with it. My whole thing is, is are your kids bad? Mm -hmm. um, maybe do you kids. take care? Do you take care of them kids? You know, not just pick them up and put them down. Like, do you actually pick them up and drop them off? You know, like that. And then do you have um, a ridiculous ass baby mother? 
You know, one that, you know, I might have to kitty clawed a hoe. You know, I need to know. I need to know if I'm about to be catching a case. So mm-hmm. I need to know if this bitch crazy. Do she pop up? You know, um, is she a, is she jealous? Does she still want something and you're not? Like, has she moved completely on? Right. Then you look at situations and you say, okay, well then, how old is the kid? Because, you know, if somebody got kids and they didn't just pop that baby out like two months ago, I might not want to talk to you. Your baby is fresh. You, you that's still that's still baby still got placenta on it. I don't want none of that. <laughs> Which means that uterus, you still trying to get in there. I ain't trying. Right. Nope. So for me, those are that that's my perspective. Um, I've dealt with guys with kids. You know, I've dealt with guys that didn't have kids at all. Yes, you do have a little bit more freedom. You know, when your person, you know, y'all not really scheduling your kids. You do have a little bit more freedom from, you know, from that perspective. But if you're in a relationship and the shit is working, none of those things should really matter. So in IG, uh, I am Ray. Shout out. What's up, Ray? Uh, he said he made it to 38 with no kids. We were unicorns. Uh, Songbird says she didn't have her kid until she was 36. So a couple right. of people said, you know, they were in their 30s, mid 30s before they had right. their first one. And y'all right. were definitely unicorns. I ain't even gonna lie. Like that was some. I also to add in there, sometimes a lot of the guys that I was talking to, I found out they had kids when they were like in high school. Mm. So their thing was, well, my kids are almost grown. So and I'm like, Ugh. then you got the little the little pop outs, as I like to call it. The people that they had, they just made it. Their oldest kid is like 18. They're like 36, and then boom. They have another baby, and I'm scratching mm. my head like, what the hell? Why are you starting all over again? Ain't you tired of changing exactly. diapers? Exactly. Or they yeah. got well, the kid, or the oldest kid is 24. So you know, and they have another one. Yes, that, a lot of that is going around. Because they just squeezed out one good one into somebody, and then they produced the kid. I'm like, that's a 26 years age difference. And it's and and you are absolutely correct, Linnea. That is true. If you those big gaps. Not baby gaps, those no. big gaps. So, Doctor Will, so I know that um, when the professor and I were talking earlier, I um, and you know, ladies don't get upset, but it, it generally you tend to see men being a little bit more lenient to dealing with a woman with children than you would a woman dealing with a man that has a child. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe so. I mean, and and guys got. They got reasons what they got reasons for. Um, I just think it's crazy because it's like this whole what come to my mind thinking about it, it's like this whole what came first, the chicken or the egg concept, right? Like so you got you can go out and you find somebody and you start already like projecting what is my future gonna like with this person? Like, okay, you got a kid, is the kid bad? Um, is the baby mother, baby father, are they are they a problem? Um, when did the baby come? What's going on? So all of that stuff. You might find a person right that meets all of those all that criteria but you don't even like the person they meet the criteria and they got you and you good they meet all your standards and then you like now you're in this relationship with somebody you don't even really like they just made sense for you or you find a person you really like the person and depending on how much you like the person you asking yourself okay can i figure out how to do it with this kid can i figure out how to get past the baby mother, baby father, and I figure all that stuff out. 
Uh, so you kind of put yourself in this bind trying to create your whole future based on this one interaction. Because we still talking about day one. We talking about okay, we starting to we kind of we kind of like each other. We might date. We might make this thing real. And you trying to project your the whole rest of your life because this woman or this man say I got a kid. And that's tough because you skip over a lot of stuff like that. Luckily for me, you said I'm supposed to keep you in line. I don't know. This this one personal for me, so I might I might be the most off the rails in the room. But um, luckily for me, like I I came into my relationship like that. I had a kid. She had a kid. So it was just like, okay, if your kid is bad, shit, my mom be bad too. You got to create a baby, crazy baby father. I might have a crazy baby mother. Like, we are we gonna stay in here and just figure this out together, or are we just gonna be miserable? Um, I got lucky. Lucky for me, that's that's my wife, and that that, that badass kid is now my son. But <laughs> like, it, it don't like it's it's a lot to try to figure out on day one, and we, like we really be trying to project our whole lives sometimes. As soon as we meet this person, and you're trying to already walking down the aisle in your mind. Yeah, you know, you know what that is. That's because I feel like, especially at especially at this age, like when you start getting into your late thirties and forties, you start really feeling your mortality. You start really seeing that time is limited. Your friends that you may have grew up with gotten sick and maybe passed on. Family members that were older have passed on. So the last thing you want to do, which we shouldn't have been doing in the beginning in the first place, is waste time. So you start doing an assessment when you first meet a person, because if they don't fit certain criteria, if they don't fit certain check off certain boxes that are important to you, then you're saying to yourself, why even see if this person is even ideal for me past this past this certain point? Because if I stay in here, this is time that I could have utilized into a relationship that would have been a little more successful that I was willing to put effort into in in um on the, on the forefront just based off of surface surface level interaction i have encountered women who have terrible children i mean i i used to tell my mother's a joke as a joke because when i was younger in high school i dated a lot of older women and you would go over that house the child be standing up on top the couch over top your neck and Make you like a horsey and grab your collar and shake your collar and shit. And she just standing around and I'm looking like, yo, I beat kids, yo. I, I don't understand that. Like when you go in the, in the bedroom, I'm gonna beat him. I'm, I'm telling you, he gonna go. Mike, where is the sun? Mike, where is the sun? My bad. My bad. Usually we are at those kids. <laughs> oh, but I, I, I had a flash when he said that I had a flat like, you know, some of them like Frank, my oldest son is one of them. Like he, he he used to like to wrestle when he was little and he didn't care who you were, how long he knew you like y'all was going to wrestle. And like if you're just walking over and all you come over to do is, you know, bang mom and you now he's got this kid you carrying around your neck. You're like, oh, what is happening here? Yo? It's like, <laughs> So it, it can be a little shocking. Uh, shout out to NJ Rich. He crept in the building. How you doing, brother? We appreciate you uh, joining us tonight. Um, yeah, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very, it's like a tug of war scenario. And everybody's trying to win in this, this, this situation. The older you get, the more serious relationships are. So 
you don't really want to you don't really want to invest into something that you already are projecting in your mind is going to be a problem. Like for instance, my, one of my questions all the time is, do you have a man or do you have a guy that thinks he's your man? Mm. Now, because that's an issue. Now, some women are honest, some of them aren't. Now, if they have a child, of course, I have some questions. Or if I hear something about the child's father and it's an issue, I'm not even wasting my time to figure out whether or not this is going to be um, a good idea or not. We had a homeboy that, that got killed by a girl's child's father. He came in the window and killed him. You know, so it's 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 a deadly game out here. We're not talking about a scenario where you're just going to disagree agree to disagree we're talking about life-changing scenarios we're talking about you potentially having to fight somebody you potentially having to protect yourself protect your child that's in that house protect and and, and again of course it is uh <laughs> it's day one but in day one you recognize certain qualities in a person that you would not deal with for the long term i know that I'm willing to change and also help somebody groom somebody that's willing to change. But when you're talking about an outside entity like a child's father, that that can be hard. Because I definitely know some scenarios. I definitely know some good people that are struggling with relationships because of their child's father. And it, it could cost somebody their life. It really could. Well, that's what my brother-in-law was saying. Uh, shout out to Bubby. He was saying that um, his son is dating and you know the women he's running into you know have children and because of you know who he is his upbringing you know and how good he is to the mom and the child you know those fathers like it's an issue like and and this this is this is my thing like uh the, the term it takes a village it must be lost like i don't think really a lot of people really even believe in that sort of thing anymore but um i think and i'm not trying to jump ahead into the main topic but i think my situation was so great as far as on um, with Shannon, because um, Frank's father, Big Frank, never, it, it was never any sort of animosity. Like, he embraced me with open arms from day one. Well, I, I assume he did. Like, huh? Well, he helped you, didn't he? What? No, what What'd you say? <laughs> <laughs> what? what you say? I, ain't time, I ain't got time for you or Shannon talking in the background. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> no, but Big Frank made it eat. Like it wasn't um it was never an issue. Like, you know, he never stepped in there and was like, look, you know, don't be putting your hands on my son. It was never like it was it was basically look, we all here as a team. The main goal is to make sure we keep this child straight. And even to the point where, you know, he would, you know, do things and take my children out. So it, it was a great situation I ended up walking into. And I don't think that happens a lot of places. But um, this, this also huh? happens on the other side of the fence too. It's not just like it's baby fathers that's out here right. that's ridiculous and putting um, parameters on it. That's just from you guys' perspective. From a female's perspective, I see a lot of thirsty ass, thotty ass females, and I hear it from other girlfriends with them having the same situation scenario. These women don't want these men but they see them elevated or they see them doing good things because I've just dealt with this with a girlfriend. They are wasn't together for a year and a half. 
she started dating them. They they making moves. They doing business investments. So he's starting to elevate, and now and all of a sudden she's becoming an issue. She's trying to pretty much call in all hours of the day, making it seem like it's stuff about the kid, and it's not about the kid, but leveraging the kid as a way to, you know, get his attention and disrupt their relationship. So. I think that it's, it's people. I don't think that it's a male or female thing. I really think that it's when somebody sees someone else moving on or stepping up to the plate in the ways that they weren't, whether it's a man or a woman, um, you're going. People have jealousy. They want what they they don't have, or they're looking at a situation and scenario, and it's just like not even that I want it, but I'm hating on it because that's I want that, but I know I'm not going to get that with my current situation. So. I see it all the time with with, with BMs too. Mm-hmm. Make uh, and that right there, I want to put. A, I want to get let NJ Rich speak on what, what we talked about so far. And Mayberry, what you just said, Doctor Will, you can think about it because I want to get your opinion on that of basically why, at the expense of the child, why is it so? What's the word? Um. Why why do people take it so take so much offense to uh you, you know what I'm saying? Sorry, my uh, laptop about to die. But at the expense of the child, why is the other parent on the outside so vengeful and so spiteful when someone else is doing good? Like what is that about? Like can you let that marinate a little bit? I kinda wanna talk about that a little bit. Like because the only person that suffers is the child. NJ Rich, go ahead, bro. I'm sorry. Well, well, can y'all hear me? I haven't I, I didn't do a Mic check. Um, one, two, one, two. Three, yeah. we can hear you. We can okay, cool. Um, so first of all, everything that everybody has said is is along the right lines. Uh, I've dated women with children. I, there was a time in my life, like most other people, when I was younger, I didn't want to date a woman with a child. And as I grew older, dating women with children, be that, like it was mentioned earlier, that became more of the pool. It was extremely difficult to find a woman that did not have children. Uh, and so, you know, that your standards change. Well, you know, your, your mindset about that changes. Let me say it that way. Uh, but when you're dating with children, you're just in, I think Dr. Will said it early, this is like the early stages. This is prelim. This is you trying to figure out if the person that you're dating, you want to enter into a relationship with. This is you trying to figure out if the father is crazy or the mother is crazy. Or This is the dating period is you trying to figure out your lifestyle, if your lifestyle is going to be a match for this individual. And what you're willing to put up with. What you're willing to put up with. You're, you're exactly right. I think we've lost the art of dating. And I think uh, Rudy was talking about that earlier. If your date is jumping in the bed, that's, you know, you're skipping some time in between trying to get to know that person and then, you know, trying to figure out if this is a match, if their situation is a match for yours. If you're dating somebody, take some time to date them and they'll tell most parents I know will say something about their children if they're interested in somebody. You may not have met the, the the child yet, but you know Johnny had an A on his report card this year, or Johnny's in football, or, or Johnny's running track. Most parents I know will bring up 
their children in conversation if they're interested in the person that they're talking to. So you'll have, hopefully, have an idea of the situation that you're getting themselves getting yourself into. And so for, and I can speak from a guy's perspective, when I dated females with children, that's what they did. You know, they let me know I have a child. You know, do you have children? At the time I didn't. So it's like, are you sure this is what you're wanting to do? Because as a as a as a guy in that situation, dating, being introduced to not just the, the woman, but her child and everything that comes along with that, you have to be willing and ready. You're now mentor or advisor or father figure or whatever that role tends to be in that relationship. You're also trying to leverage the responsibilities of being in a, a relationship with a woman and then being in a relationship with the woman and their child. So all of that you have to think about in the dating phase. If we're if we're framing this around dating, learn the person. We don't take enough time to do that. So that when we say, oh yes, I want to be monogamous with you or I want you to be my girlfriend or my boyfriend you have enough information to make that 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 statement mean something like you know that what you're getting into that now you have to buy birthday presents and Christmas presents and you know you're doing other family things and your time is no longer your own which you're, is, jumping, you're jumping right into a family situation right exactly. away as soon as you start dating a woman or a man with a child like with a child exactly so you you have to look at your life. Do you have the time to to be available, not just to the, and I'm going to just use it from a guy's perspective, to the woman, but to the woman's child? Like, are you ready for that? And if you're selfish, just because she's fine and she treats you good, don't do it. Because parenting is a selfless act. You give up of yourself. And that child then becomes first. If you're not in a position to do that when you're dating, you got to check yourself and say, I'm not ready to be a father. I want to grab, I want to grab a part of that, but I want to um, bounce back to Dr. Will, because from what you said, I want to, I want to, as we move closer and closer to the actual blended families, I want to talk about after I let Dr. Will go, I want to discuss um, thinking you're ready and then realizing you're not when that child is involved, like, you know, in the, in the child situation. Uh, so, Dr. Will, um, that toxic parent, I think that's a fair name for him, and it may be that toxic parent. Yeah. Um, the toxic parent that sees their mate, or, well, not even their mate, sees their child's uh, co-parent, their, their yeah. ex, thank you, their ex with someone that obviously is not doing any wrong to the child, um, the child seems happy um, and things are going good. They're just so set on being a disruption. Like that mind, like that, I just don't understand. Like, I mean, is it an ego thing? Yeah. Hey, you know what? I'll tell you what, you know that. So when you with the first relationship and then that breaks up, and then everybody say their thing. I'm gonna be all right. I'm gonna move on. I ain't worried about you. Blah 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 blah. You find out real quick who really means that, <laughs> because <laughs> there's one who goes off, right. lives life, 
best interest of the child, does things that's adjacent from that, like external to that old relationship, truly moves on. And you have one that just can't quite move on. They just can't quite get past it. It's always, you know, and you would think, right, when you have that, like, I'm done, let's go, let's go forward. Let's make sure this kid is good mentality. That's how they move. That's what their actions are. Everything they do is not about how does what I do with this kid look to the parent, the other parent. Like, it's not a show. It's really about this is how I want to raise my kid. This is how I want to live my life. Um, go forth and do great things. And when you're in that mind space, you're not really worried about what the other what that other person is doing. Like, you, you created a child. Best thing you can do is have a relationship that supports the best interest of the child. But it's always that one. It's always that one that's just like, ah, like what control do I have to disrupt this other person's life? Even to the extent of at the expense of the child, the child's happiness. Um, why that is on a personal level, I don't know. Help me figure out when you do. <laughs> but um, I mean, just on, on a logical level, I mean, we talked about last time we was on together, we talked about closure. Mm -hmm. And that closure never came. Like that that closure never, the definition of what closure that person was looking for never came. So while you have gone on to do your life, they are still trying to pull that closure out. And sometimes that closure comes in the form of what can I do to mess your day up today? What can I do to make your life a little bit harder today? Because you were a little bit too happy for me um, without me. Mm -hmm. I was going to jump in real quick. This reminds me of that Medea movie, Big Happy Family, and Byron had that. that yes, the, the little ghetto. I saw the little ghetto TP. That, that's what that reminds me of. Like, she was just making his life a living hell. And all he wanted to do was get on the right path and do for himself and his son. And she was just like, I'm going to go to the to what the um, child support services are going to raise your child support, and they, Everything you know, that's a, that's a, that's another thing that I think a lot of guys are scared of too. Is things go now? Things are not as smooth as before. You don't lost your damn man. So someone got jealous, and then that's when the child support, you know, order goes in. That's another it's thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. It's, hurt. it's hurt for one reason or or another. So hurt. Right. Well, when they see that you're doing good with someone, it might not even be someone else. It's just life is just looking better for the other parent. That's when they're like, no, I want you to be miserable like me. You know, I sacrificed my body for you. Mm. You ain't stayed with me. And mm. I, you know, I had swollen feet. I had a, gave birth to a big head baby. And now you, you are living it up. So yeah. that's, that's another thing. So that ties in with the jealousy, envy, misery loves company. Well, that's the explanation you'll get to. But what's just crazy is we in the year we in, and I'm wondering, not me, but I'm just saying, <laughs> this person is wondering, why is this static coming today? And those are the answers you're going to get, Linnea, because yeah. I carried a child. I had my feet were swollen. I'm like, yo, that was part of the package. It was, it was a that long was like, time ago. That was 20 yeah, years ago. 
moved out, went to college and everything, and you still right. here. Let that, that, let, them, let that person live, let them grow. And that's the yeah. problem. It's just like, right. at the end of the day, you would want to see your ex doing well. Why? Because that's a role model for your child. Would you want right. your, your baby mother or your child's father to look like a bum in your kid's eyes? No, no. because then that's a reflection of even your judgment that you picked a right. bum. He wasn't a and bum. And y'all laid down and had that. So it's like you're creating, that, you're creating that cycle. So why would you not want to still have some level of a partnership in a capacity because y'all are co-parenting and working together for exactly. the child? However, the effed up thing is, is that people don't look at it like that. Or they sit back and act like they not messy boots and they know they be messy boots and trying to create issues, but they had their hands up and act like they had nothing to do with it and they send out other people to do it. So there's always ways for people to try to wreak havoc in your relationship. I've seen it so much, it's it's crazy. crazy. I just want to jump on that that point real quick because like it's funny like exactly what you said. Like you would think that that would be the motivation, right. um, to to so because the kid is watching, but also like the kid is watching. So mm-hmm. eventually, one day, you are gonna have some explaining to do, mm-hmm. right? Depending on how the two the two going the, the kids gonna see like, how did parent one act, how did parent two act, yeah. and it's real easy to get them jabs in when the kid is just oblivious and not really knowing what's going on. But eventually the kid starts to understand and see the pattern and start asking questions like, why was it necessary for you to do that? And right. also, were you thinking about me when you made that decision? Mm. And that's a tough question to answer. I was going to say for my situation, me and my son's father, we co-parent, even though he's in um hampton virginia i'm up here in maryland so finally this this summer um and because we was able to go outside um we ate we actually coordinated i told him you know because i'm i was the parent i'm well he has well my we are blended blended family so my son got three older sisters and one younger brother under him so and but those four are in another state so I was like, you know what? It's not his fault. I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get out of my feelings. I don't want him to be like, I, I was raising a home with an angry mama. She's mad at my daddy. She's mad at the world. And I, I was like, I, I don't want to do that. I've seen that enough. So I coordinated that we, you know, set up a meeting, and it, it worked out pretty good. And that's all it is. I was <laughs> out of all the three moms. I'm the one that got the most sense. So I was like, I'm going to. Because you were willing to take that step. Yeah. And I'm, I'm sometimes we, like, get, we get caught up in our own self and our own feelings. Right. Or we don't, we sometimes don't want to take that step. Like, oh, why the fuck he can't do it? Oh, right. Why she can't do it? Well, well it just takes one, one person folks. sometimes just to, yeah, or worried about what you get with your girlfriend or your home. We're like, man, don't even worry about her, man. Like, She's you cook up with his baby mothers to yeah, go right. hang out with the kids. Yeah. Like, so you want know, somebody to take that step? On um, what's the shade room? The celebrities yeah. with all the kids, and then the baby mother. You see the whole comments. Everybody got something negative to say versus right, supporting right. the fact that they bringing their kids together. Right. Pick on just the coordinate. Part. Just coordinate. That's all. I was like, you know what? This is his other side of the fence. 
it's not fair that he only knows his mom's side. He got to know his daddy's side. So that's where, that was my biggest thing, the whole, he's seven. So the whole seven years, and, you know, I've sent pictures to him, videos, because one of my good friends, like, I wouldn't send him nothing. I said, now, look, that's not, that's not what I'm going to do. I said, he deserved to see his son. You know, it's not the best situation. It seemed like life is just beating him up, punching him, giving him, you know, right, left hooks. I don't need to be that that TKO. So. Mm-hmm. Hell, I need you to come get this child so I can have a break. How about that one? Let's mm-hmm. be friends. I'm break you up. <laughs> Let's be we're, friends. We're setting that up. Shout out to B Tom. B Tom is in the building. What's up, Brandon? And that's what I never understood because I like my Melvin's friend. He will go through things. You just with talk with candy in mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You look at when his, when his son, he was going through all that, and in my mind, I'm thinking, sis, like he is begging for his child. Right. Don't you need a break? So you can have a girl's night out. Like, just the, besides the fact that the child needs their parents, but you need y'all a break. the most and hurting yourself in the end, trying to hurt the other parent. Right. Y'all hurt yourself. Let me tell you, I'll send the kid. Bye. <laughs> See you in two weeks. Well, you are tuned into the Kalina Gang Show live every Tuesday night, 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Our, our, our guest, uh, well, not our guest, but Dr. Will is here again uh, with us, chilling. Yeah, I say it like that, again, uh, like he getting on our nerves. That's because uh, uh, he he answers all my questions in our in our uh, our family our family chat except for the uh, I was one like where your professional emails. No, he just he just urkled me like he here again. Go home, Steve. That's good. <laughs> I wait. Go home, Roger. I'm, trying, I'm trying to convince him to do a regular thing, like once a month, yeah. if you want to come on every other like. Oh, he ignored. Yeah, he, he still he hasn't answered me. Yeah, he, 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 left me, me he left me on red, so I'm, I'm still waiting for him to answer that. Um, NJ Rich is here. Linnea's here. Mayberry's here. The professor's here. His camera's just off. Um, I think he's having a personal moment. We don't want to talk about that. Uh, shout out to headquarters barbershop. Just joined the IG live. Talk shout out to everybody every, every in time, IG land. Every time. Every time. Shout out to everybody in IG land. Everybody take a second, hit that share button as we move further. I'm here too. Oh, yes. Shannon's here. Glam Shan's here. I'm sorry. <laughs> Lord. I'm so sorry. I was trying to get a lot in in a little bit of time. Dr. Will, we need a topic on forget your spouse. Yeah. I, I... <laughs> Lord. There you go. Uh, um so we're talking about blended families and we we want i wanted to start from the beginning of just you know the the deciding to date and dating with children mm-hmm. uh, and i think a good way to kind of uh move us into the blended families part is um something that nj rich said when he was talking about um when i i don't remember exactly what you said but i wanted to piggyback off of it as far as um making the decision basically to deal with some with someone with children um because you can be sport dating and sport dating for those of you that don't know is this when you out here you know dating for a season you know you know it ain't really no you're just trying to win a championship at the end of the day and i don't mean a wedding ring you know you sport dating um so if you out here sport dating you know let it be known um whether you have children like if you sport dating let it be known but if you're dating with a purpose that also needs to be known too, especially if you're dating with a purpose and there's a child involved. In my opinion, that's a whole different that that puts a whole different spin on the dating. Because um, like NJ Rich was saying, like when you make a conscious decision to date someone for a child, you're basically stepping into a family situation 
right off the jump. Like that's what you're walking into. Um, and sometimes it does not work out. Um, but what about the people who make the conscious decision to date someone with a child, but don't truly live up to the full expectation of that bonus parent? They're kind of just more like a body in a situation. What what can what is the expectation though? So even before you talk about living up to an expectation in the dating phase, you need to talk about what that expectation is. What do you expect? Okay, if you're a woman with a child, what ex expectations do you have of me if I'm looking to date you? And we're moving in a direction of a monogamous relationship. Like if we're we're sitting here, we're making plans for the future together. What expectations do you have? And those need to be given from her perspective and mine. Like I expect you to be a parent to your child. What do you expect me and that role that you would like for me to play? And if if all of the adults if all, well, let me say it this way. If all of the parents are adults about mm -hmm. the situation, then the hope is that everybody involved, all of the adults involved can at least have a conversation. So that can eliminate the, the baby daddy saying, you can't do this to my son or the baby mom saying, you can't talk to my child this way. The hope, the hope idea Hope is that you can have that conversation if everybody is being adult about it. The issue is more often than not, more people aren't being adult about it. If you know people have their petty situations with them, so they want to go ahead and you know you can't say this to my son, you can't do that to my son. Well, let's sit down and have a conversation about parenting from your perspective and mine, and come to a conclusion on how this child can be raised by this village because the communication amongst the adults has got to occur if you don't want this child to be raised in an environment where it is a where it's a lot of chaos and strife that ends up like it like I've said before affecting the child. So to that to that point NJ let's go to even also what Dr. Will said the kids are paying attention they're watching they're looking. So why not have those conversations, but the problem is, like you said, NJ Rich, the problem is, is people don't want to have those conversations. Some people are comfortable with being petty. They're comfortable with creating issues because whether it's attention, whether it's drama, whether it's hurt, it's pain, it's anger, it's something that's driving that behavior. But this is the reason why you have situations and scenarios where it could be smooth, like Juan was saying, you know, that's it can be those type of situations and scenarios, but you also got controlling people that don't want sometimes the other people to meet because then whatever their past may come out. Maybe there was some overlap in a couple of you know instances. Some people don't want you to find certain things out, so they don't want you to know, or they want to control the situation and scenario, so they don't want y'all to get close. So sometimes it's all it's not always the person on the other side because sometimes you'll have the person on the inside that's making it difficult for everybody to come together too because I've seen that too. So 
it's more so we have to really understand at the end of the day who it's impacting. The audience that is in front of us is these children. And they're looking at us as role models, you know, just like my father is probably going to, you know, was the, you know, the first man that could break my heart that could make me cry. You know, you look at those things. That's somebody that's significant in your life and significant in your space. So you're going to value their opinion. You're going to watch their behaviors and some, in some ways imitate that and think that that's acceptable. And that's unfortunate because we're not showing them healthy relationships and it can be a blended situation if we actually take the time to communicate. Mm. There you go. Okay, I'm gonna jump in. So, uh, so, 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 so we've moved into uh, now you're in the situation. You've decided you, you've made, and, and this is the biggest part about it. And anybody out there that's stuck trying to figure out what you want to do, just stop and think about it. Just make the conscious decision of whether you do it or not do it. Hey, how you doing? All right. You ain't see it. Oh, no. Playing peekaboo. Um, just think about whether you, you have to think about whether or not you want to, you have to make the conscious decision on whether to move forward or not. And when I say if you decide not to, I don't mean be in it for like three years and then decide, oh man, I'm going to pull out. I mean, if that's the case, then you really got to think about, you know, the child, of course. But at the end of the day, if you are feeling that it's not right for you, don't stay in a situation just because and try to make yourself into something that you can't be because that's going to hurt the child the most. It's definitely going to hurt the child, especially if you all have a child together, because that's when those feelings of mine and yours come into play. And in a, in a, in my perfect blended family scenario, and this is just mine, there is no mine and yours. Right. Children are our children. They ain't no, this is me and Rick's baby. This is me and your baby. Like, no, these are our children, period. Um, even down me, like, I don't like the word step. Like, don't fucking call me a stepfather. Like, don't nobody step on me. I ain't nobody, I ain't a step nothing. Like, I'm not, like, don't call me step. I don't like referring to, um, my bonus dad is step like I don't like at all because I, I just don't like that term step. So I don't use it personally. And um, I've never used it for my oldest son because I never wanted him to feel like I'm out like, yeah, this is my son. This is my daughter. And this is my stepson. Make a difference. You start making a difference. In yeah. Like I, I like that. And that's just that's just personally just me. This is things that I've experienced that I've been through. Like, so I know how it feels on the other end. So I didn't want that because like all my children are basically my children. Yeah. Hey, so, yo, Juan, Juan's call me, said let him in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no. Yeah, we can only do six windows, yo. All right. Yeah, we only do six windows. <laughs> Landing message, boss. My, my bad, brother Nance, yo. <laughs> I, I'm sure we, we we'll have a Zoom call. <laughs> yeah, my bad, brother Nance. There's only a six windows. I'm sorry, brother. Um. All right. All right. So yeah. So okay. Go ahead, yeah. Doctor Will. No, that mine, yours, and ours conversation that takes work to get through. It, it, um. You know, it's funny because everybody everybody wants to say and do the right things, 
and kind of what I realized. See, like, so I've got like the perfect mess of a perfect situation where I'm able to see this from every angle. So, you know, I have my daughter, my wife has her son, and we have a daughter together. So everybody plays every role. Like I'm the bonus parent, I'm the other parent, um, I'm the favorite, I'm the <laughs> bad guy, um, We, are, but it's the same way for her. So it's, it's, it's like the perfect balance. Um, and them early arguments was basically just like it's like that Spider-Man meme where they just pointing at each other. That's all it was. We just because nobody was right, nobody was wrong, and it's okay to we, we you say the right thing. But if my kid gets in trouble from her, I'm already like oh, oh. like I'm, it's it's a different kind of reaction at first, and I had to you got to admit that and it's the same way. If I go at my son. She's over there like, think mm-hmm. you're talking. it's yeah. just kind of how it goes. And then the baby just gets all the love. So the other two kids are just like, what's up with us? But check this dynamic out. This is one that I wasn't ready for. Cause I was, I expected all of that. How about this? Cause back in the early days, they used to go visitation and all that. So and my two oldest would go and visit their, their other parent. And we got, our youngest, and she used to ask questions like, "How come I don't get two Christmases?" Oh yeah. Mm. And we looking at it from her perspective, like, "You the you the lucky one. Like you got mom, you got dad, you got everything you want right here. Your whole family is in this house." And she was like, "No, because every Christmas, I get one Christmas." And she probably also looking at it like, you know, sometimes I might want to break from my, you know, this house too. I get to go somewhere right. else. You yeah, know, they I get, get to get on planes. Or it, she's lonely because now her two siblings that she would play with, now they're gone for a weekend. And then she's sitting at home trying to figure out why she's not going anywhere too. So yes. that's a great point because you don't all look that, at it all like of that. that. You, I mean, you don't expect, like, you, you, you expect the messy stuff. But what about the part where, you're like, okay, you got the ideal thing, right. and it's not the ideal thing because of what she grew up in and what she saw. So, like, it's a. I mean, it's cool now because looking back, like when we 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 now that family, if we walking down the street, people are saying like my my son looks like me and my daughters look like my wife. People don't they don't know the difference and they shouldn't. Like it's not their business, but. Um, that takes a while to grow. It takes a while to build that. And you got to work through all of those things. And then you got to be expecting those wild card questions that you really like, hmm, like I never thought about that. Like I be and that's kind of where that goes to a bigger thing, Mike, like the, the idea of blended families, because we have this idea of what a blended family is and what it means. But like in reality, like what family is not blended? Like you would like the 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 counter argument to that would be that everybody in this family has always been related forever, without bringing some outside part of that family into the family, and that's just that's unrealistic. That's like some Adolf Hitler's type shit. So, um, you know what I mean? Like it's 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 all that. So, like in essence, how irregular is a blended family anyway? Days, not at all. Yeah, not, yeah, not at all. These I, days, because I'm, I'm just thinking like, damn, my family was a 
blended family, but I was I was your daughter because my mother and father or my parents, but they both came into a relationship with three kids of their own. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh shit, I had a blended family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But because of how we was raised, I'm like, oh no, this is my si- my sisters. You know what I mean? Never thought about, you know, really paying a whole lot of attention to. Oh, I've never heard you use the word step. No, because I don't have any stepsisters or anything because they were my daddy's kids or half. Not even step. It would be half because that's mm-hmm. what they say because it's only my dad's children. But they're not my half siblings. They're my. That's my sister. That's my brother. Just like my mama kids or my sister and my brother. There's no half. Because if you mess with me, you ain't gonna get half a ass whoop, and they're gonna beat you with the whole. Ass. You're gonna beat your whole ass. Like I never really I seen her, thought about it to to just now. Like oh, my family was a a blended family because both of my parents came into their relationship with their own children. And y'all was deep as shit too. It's eight of us. Yeah, y'all. Was deep. <laughs> They was on some Brady bunch. They was the black Brady's. There we go. So it's you know, so it's really not. It's really (laughs) (laughs) whatever. It's really not that unusual, I guess, to you know, blended families. Yeah, but you also gotta understand too, back in the day, like in the 50s, 40s, 30s on up, it was kind of looked down upon to have you know, to be single with kids. It was like, what, what what's going on here? So the way we are, we're like, we can merge together. It was kind of like a, like a, a, um, a stigma. Like mm-hmm. what's going on? The only way they will let you off the hook is if you're, you were married at one time, your spouse died, something. That was the only way. Now, you know, it was like, you got a kid, I got a kid, you got a gang, I got a gang. Let's, let's slap them together. So. There was a stigma on if you was a, a single parent with kids at yeah, one we time. Definitely, we've definitely moved far. Like, yeah, we, yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I'll be fighting. I'll be like, well, I'm raising them, so I want to do the best I can. So, uh, B. Tom says everybody black needs therapy. Pretty much. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree with that. That's why Dr. Will comes in to help us balance out, you know. Um, that. yeah, and then, um, and also, you know, we have been talking about talking about this for a while, like, because I said, like, I'm I'm from a blended family, I have a blended family, um, and I enjoy it. I mean, in the beginning, it's kind of like you feel like the odd man out though, because you're coming into something that is already established. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. Now, hold on, Mike, hold on, hold on, Uh-oh. here we go, here we go. Okay. Hold on. I have never treated you different, y'all. Um, Here we go. Oh we <laughs> were waiting. I've always treated you like like a first son. Never treated you any other way. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I just had to get that out. Right? Go ahead. I don't want you to make me look bad on on, on uh, camera. Go ahead. Finish. I'm sorry. Go ahead. It's all right, Mike. It's all right. I don't even. Know. You picked him as your friend. I didn't really. I don't even know how we even got here. Like, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, um, but I mean, it's kind of like the all man out. You kind of gotta get like in where you fit in. Yeah, you kind of gotta get in where you fit in because you know you can't come in with too much bravado. You know what I'm saying? You can't. And that's um, what uh, Will was talking about. Like, you come in with some base and you you crack. And and I was laughing because I felt what you were saying. 
because in the beginning, when we got to the point where Mike would reprimand Frank, I oh, would she like she she it would I make would be in that cringe. corner like stop talking to my motherfucking son like that. Stretching. Mm. But but at the same time, I had to be on a united front because you know she ain't I never knew. seen that when he be jumping all over people though. That's how y'all played with his ass, so that's what y'all get. <laughs> but but I, I had to I had to step Ooh. back and really be like, I didn't like it, but and that was just the mom, mom bear, mama bear in me. But I realized he was checking him for a reason. He wasn't just picking on my son. He wasn't just, you know, singling him out. It was something that had he not got to him first, I would have got him. But yeah. it was just happened to be him first, and it was like, yeah. But I, I think like those those moments though, because people <laughs> people got this idea of the stuff that makes what a family is, right? And that's all cute and cool. Yeah. But them moments, like when I'm like, yeah, Malik, you blah, 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 and I look back and I wait for the move, and she's like, <laughs> you're right. I'm like, and another <laughs> thing. <laughs> <laughs> go back in but like no it's moments like that right when it's like because now it's not about that it's not about the mind versus horse now it's like we are both trying to teach this lesson we both recognize this lesson will impact our kid and he needs to hear it mm-hmm. she needs to hear it no matter what um and, and that's happened both ways like it's been time where i slid in the room like what's going on here and now i understand the situation and i'll just slide back out like this that's that's mom mom's got it so those are the kind of things that hold families together because like y'all have now have that collective understanding no matter who the players are mm-hmm. everybody's aiming on it for the same thing right mm-hmm. so right. you do you find yourself doing something for that step kid the same way you would do it if it was your biological kid mm-hmm. and that, that's when that unit is solid and that's the thing with blended families that families have to be able to know how to do is to treat all of the children the same. And in some blended families, that is the hardest thing right. to do because at I don't the end think of you the- treat them the same though. Because I mean, no matter where you're going, like everybody getting treated the same. Like, no, but- what, what I'm saying is, what I'm saying by that is, you not going I know to what she's saying. Check right, my daughter. And not check your daughter for doing right. the same thing. thing. Okay. You know, yeah. what I mean? your daughter That's can talk to her, but the minute yeah. my mind come off quick, you got something to say. My daughter might be close enough. No, no favoritism. Oh, mm-hmm. That part. You know what I mean? Like, I understand that that's your child. All parents got a favorite child. That's why we need some therapists. But <laughs> when they all in the house together, being able to keep them on the same playing field, because even with all of our kids, we don't, you know, who's my favorite? Now, be uh, be honest, and I don't care. They all stick right here, right now. I tell them to their face. I will put, I line them up. Frank right is his favorite. Hey, Frank, that's my dog. They rent. He works two jobs. <laughs> like he down Yo, with me. Chase like, mad as I don't know what right that look like. Mama. With, that's my dog. Like, <laughs> uh oh. Go away. She said, "How I pay the bills? I'm young." So look. Frank, Frank so so we got a we got a question. I don't forget. Who got a question about I'll tell you what the question was. The question was, what if the other parent don't don't put their hands on their child? 
and you come in the house and your form of discipline is oh go ahead what you ask i asked what if like i have a son my son is nine i don't put my hands on my son at all i discipline him the way i discipline him if i'm dating someone and it's been a you know a long time in or whatever like what if i found him putting his hands or yelling at my son like am i wrong for going off like is it the yelling or is it the hands yeah, but I don't care which one it is. Don't yell at my son. Like, I don't care if you're my husband. His father, I say don't yell at my son. Like, that's me as a mother. So I don't know how that would actually, like... I think that's why those conversations are necessary when you're starting to begin those dating. Like, like when NJ Rich was saying earlier, when I met this woman or whatever, she immediately said, these are my kids. The problem is, is people don't want to have these uncomfortable conversations. They'd right. rather just go ahead. They, they invest in you physically, laying down with you, sleeping with you. And then you're invested in a, in a physical capacity, but you really don't know what you're walking into. A guy right. might have really enjoyed being with you, but don't know that those are your requirements or restrictions. And then now, because it's not communicated, that's a dismantle, you know, a, a relationship that's now gone because of those type of things, because there's some people that's like, well, shoot, your kid ain't going to pop off and, and be running around the house acting like they run it and I'm going to bow down to them. And then you have like on your side, don't be yelling at my kid, you know, me and me and his father don't even do that. So I don't want you to do that. So it's like, you have to find somebody that's going to match your, your parenting style, because if not, you run into those challenges where somebody's going to always be an issue, you know, with your relationship, unfortunately. So, and if you ain't yelling or, or whipping and your child is bad as hell, you need to let them beat them. Sorry. I look at my brother and my sister-in-law relationship. When they got married, my brother didn't have any kids, but she had a, a daughter. I think she was like three. But as you know, now my niece is 18. So now that she's older, it's like, you know, it's been a lot of trials and tribulations and puberty and stuff like that. And my brother tried to correct her many, many times, many occasions. And my sister-in-law always used to like get upset. And then he just started just, you know what? We, I got my son, I got my, I got, I'm, you know, my hands is washed. Now it's why you treat my daughter different than you treat. So it's like, which one, which, which ball do you want me to play? Like, I'm trying to be the dad. I treat her like how I treat you know, my sons, but then when I say something, it's like a problem. So that becomes a conflict. It's conversation, mm -hmm. that conversation. Yeah, has that's conversation it's, it's, I feel like it's deeper than conversation. It has to be an understand, like we have to understand, like we could talk all day long. If you don't grasp the concept of what I'm saying and take my feelings into consideration of my, you know, my child, that's a problem. Like we could talk all day and they still marry and they just keep up upbringing. Like my, right. the way I was brought up, may be a little differently and it does reflect in how our parent mm -hmm. the method that you chose may have been been a result of coming up a certain way and not wanting to handle it that way right so you gotta gotta know like who you're dealing with what you're dealing with and that's what we keep saying. like you gotta kind of talk about it to see if you can get on that page go ahead i can't hear you say I said, how do we really know who we're dealing with though like we can think we know who we're dealing with, but how like times change, people change, like think that they understand, but then I don't know. It just it, that's why I just feel like it becomes very complicated. Like and it can be because it's an ongoing conversation. The problem is, is it's never a start, it's never a start and end. It's not a hard start and it's not a hard stop. The mm -hmm. thing is, is communication is something that's an ongoing behavior, no matter and if y'all are in a 
Yeah, yeah, because you can't. I'm not going to understand if there's no communication because I don't really know what to understand. I don't really know what the challenges are or what the requirements are. So it's like having those conversations and having them ongoing because you are absolutely correct. We all change. We all grow. So today I might have a perspective of A and tomorrow my perspective might be B. But you would never know that if we never talk about it to have that conversation conversation to say, hey, that's changed. And I wanted to to bring up something else. Even we were talking about um, like with in a in a relationship with trying to blend the families and and people being. Gosh, I'm about to lose my whole thought. I don't you hate that? <laughs> I hate it. I hate it. It's okay though. It's, it, I'll get back to it. But you made a great point because it is challenging, and especially when people don't really con like grasp the concept. Especially when you love but your man like, or you I love your like woman. This. You love your man, you love your woman, you love your kids. You don't want to, you know, you, you want to stick it through. But at the end of the day, my kid, that's my baby. Like, he, he, he got to come first. But when I'm married, you know, they say when you're married in the Bible that you're, it's the kids are like, it's your husband or your wife and then it's the kids. So it still, I'm in a flash. It's just like, oh. Well, like, we are just in So let's let, the doctor, let's let Dr. Will touch I'm on this. One second, I'm going to forget. I remember. Oh, shit. I'm going to forget it again. Go ahead, yeah. yeah. I'm going to forget. Shannon, what did you say? <laughs> Fuck, Mike, you killed it just again. Now? What she said just now before the question? No, wait a minute. Shit, I hate you. Were you talking about this, the, this, the discipline part of everything? Like when she would cringe oh, when I would say something? When she would cringe when I would say something to Frank? No, we're treating the, the children different. Oh. You have you have where so even in a relationship, somebody's treating the kid different because they don't like the baby mother or the baby father. Mm. I've seen that. Like, okay, I don't like the BM. Maybe because the BM might flirt a little too much or too needy. So when the kid come over, treating the kid wrong because right. that's an issue too. So that creates a whole nother layer when it comes time to blend families too, because you have people that do stupid stuff like that. So that was all. I was trying to say that, but I was letting everybody talk. I got my thought back, Mike. I'm good. I still love you. So look, real quick. So. <laughs> Dr. Dr. Will said something last, uh, the last time he was on, and he was talking about timelines. And he was saying, you know, human beings, we always got to put things at a starting point and ending point, right? Right. But in reality, like like you guys just, just spoke on, it's always an ongoing conversation. It's all, it, there is no end. There really is no start and there really is no end. When your starting point is whenever you guys meet. The ending point is when you guys expire, your, their relationship is no longer valid. But it's always updates. It's just like, you, you know, you get your phone and your phone is constantly updating. It might be something small. We need to tweak this a little bit because we know this is a problem. You know, uh, then we do the, the, the large update once a year because we're redoing the whole system, redoing the whole streamline and everything. But it's a constant development. You have to constantly um, try to change where you are. Now, now, I'm not, I don't claim to be a holy roller. I don't claim to follow every last thing in the Bible, but there are two things I want to touch on that have have been stated. And I feel like if people were more um, stuck more to that, then a lot of these conversations we wouldn't have to have. And one of those is about now don't jump when I say this. Having babies out of wedlock. That's number one. Right. This wouldn't be a conversation if that was the yes, case. And, 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 and hold up, but 
I was like, people still get divorced. People still get That's divorced. That's what I was going to say. That's what I was going to say. If we really took marriage seriously, because people take mar marriage as an opportunity as opposed to a serious involvement. If we really got into marriages for, for the right reasons, we wouldn't have these types of conversations. That's the first thing. But what about a divorce? Uh, we, that's what I was just talking about. Oh, I'm sorry, my mind. So, the the second thing, the second thing, um, there's another conversation that a, a preacher just was talking about, uh, and I'll I'll, I'll share it in 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 share it at some point. But what he said is the the rod of correction will strike wickedness out of the child. Whoop that ass. I'm gonna tell you something. I'm, 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 and, I, and I've used this conversation with people on multiple occasions. I don't know why people feel like beating their children is the wrong thing. I'm not saying beat them for everything, but there is something about that level of discipline that transitions them into another phase. These, these, these words are not put there for no reason. We really have to start sticking to some of the laws. You ain't got to stick to everything, but some of the laws you got to stick to because there is some some relevance to this stuff. It really is, you know. And, and we ignore these things because we we want we want things to be a certain way. But the reality is, if we started following the laws the way that they were written, a lot of these problems we wouldn't even have to talk about. That's just my opinion. And, and beating and abusing are two different. Uh, uh, Disciplining and, and abusing are two different things. I think I think we need to stop using the word beating. I like let, it's let, funny. Let, let's use discipline. <laughs> I like I like. Well, that's the truth, though. That's what we were raised on. Like you know, I got my ass whipped. Sure, come over here so I can beat that ass. And you know, it's like okay, <laughs> you know, okay, okay. I can't let that parent do it in front of your, your homie. Then you you you'll straighten up, believe me. <laughs> believe me. Act up. Oh, you want to show out. And you know what? I've had conversations with men that have told me that they really love the girl that they're dealing with, but they 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 keep falling into these conversations of it's like a them versus the child scenario. Mm. Like, yo, she let her suck. stop, man. God damn, this dog won't pay you in here. Beat him. Right. <laughs> I want nobody to see me whip his ass. I'll wait till y'all get up. That's why I cut the screen off, whip his ass. So look, I don't embarrass him. I don't, I don't let everybody see that. But look. Right Um you know, he you know, I've had I've had people say, say, y'all really love, and it's usually guys that are saying that about the woman that they're dealing with. Yo, I really love her. And I love this scenario, but I don't like how she is with her son. I, what's the what's the problem? The problem is she let him get away with murder. The mother. The, hey yo. The child. Been tearing up stuff. He's disrespectful. <laughs> he, he says all kinds of things, and right. then when he comes home. She don't really do anything about it, or at least not to his liking. I'll put it like that. I'm quite sure she says something, she but maybe there's some that his. don't. There's some that don't, and that's can be. A, it is a possible, issue. but maybe not to his liking. I, I, I got a, I got a really, really close friend like that. Like she's like that with her son, and I've, I've, I've removed myself from that scenario. And the reason why I have is because 
I don't want our relationship to fall out because of how you parent your child. If that's how you want to do your child, that's your decision. Then you're not in a relationship as far as us being together. So whatever you do with him, that's your decision. But trust me when I tell you, here's, here's something that I've noticed about this city that we live in. This city that we live in is very unforgiving. And if you do not discipline your children at home, the streets will discipline them or the court system will discipline them. You ain't got to wait long. Trust me. When they get old enough, they will definitely show them exactly what you should have done at home. Yep. So you got a choice. You can either allow that man that you love and know loves your children to do whatever needs to be done in the household because you shouldn't have chosen if you had to question his his, his uh, thought process. Right. But you could either trust him and believe in him as you did when it came to you or you can deny him that right because he's in your life and he is a part of that household and allow the streets to take care of that. And if he wants to take that, if he takes that backseat role, you know what you're going to say later on? You should have been a better father to the man, to the little boy. You should have been a, you should have been more involved in the scenario because he had problems and you weren't saying anything. You were in the house. His son, the, the child's father wasn't there. But it's the way you do it though. We're not saying don't discipline at all, but it could be a way to actually do it. There's ways to do everything. Like my, I'm not to put my personal business out there like that, but my son's father, I seen whip marks on my son and oh. I was just like, where's this coming from? And it was his father. And I took the initiative to go to court and that's my son's father. Now we, we I'm traumatized off of that. So now I'm just like, don't, don't put your hands on my child. You can talk to them because a lot of kids go through things mentally as well. They showing off, but you don't know what they're going through deep down inside, what they, they're getting picked on in school. You don't know what's going on. So you can sit down. I want to go here. You don't always got to go here or here or go sit down. You got to sit down and properly parent these children to let them know that mom is his, bone is dead or bone is mom, whatever. We're here to love you and support you no matter what. It don't always have to be that because we already got to deal with that from I hope we know what he's but from the white man, we they are we already our black men already gotta deal with that. So why put that on them even more? Like it's the way to do it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Right there. What you just said, you already got the answer to your first question. Because if if you and I just met and you said, Hey, look, don't yell at my child, don't put your hands on my child. I'm not gonna understand. But now by you going deeper and having more of a conversation and right. telling the background of it. Now, boom, I understand how to approach it and why I should approach it your way because of things that have happened. Because So that initial conversation to help me understand where you're coming from will make the world a difference. And then right there, I got a, I got a choice. I'm either with it or I'm not. Mm -hmm. That's, and, that's and why so that, those that's conversations, right those, yeah, that, those that conversations right are important. Yeah, that'll do it. And I was just going to yeah. say, but on the flip side, having us coming from the other side, seeing it the other way, sometimes those situations are necessary because mm -hmm. you have the conversations you have the conversations with your, your children who are acting out and doing things you the bonus parent the the the, the the other parent and they think it's a game they think it's a joke because all you're doing is talking so it keeps going and going until that one day you bonus parent or other parent has to whoop that ass and guess what? You don't have another problem out of them ever again because they realized that that discipline was needed because the other style of discipline wasn't working. So you know, it boils we, down we, to we that your child. With, we, but we thought that with um, 
Wait, that's what I said. You had, you, it's just, you, and it boils down to your like, child. Yeah, is this because like I said, because yeah, I, I, I had Frank. I had Frank. Who Frank wasn't a bad child, but when Frank got in the phase where he was doing X, Y, and Z. And he could beat Mike. We were hitting. That, no, that, that, that story is funny. But I know, I know we, he could beat Mike. We, you know, we were doing what we were doing. Frank's father didn't live here, but his his father was very present in his life. You know what I mean? And when I when I couldn't, I would make that phone call. You know, he would talk to Frank till he blew in his head. Because I knew my boundaries. I wasn't just gonna come in and just be beating. Yeah. Like I know what you mean. So it got to the point where mom talking, Mike's talking, dad's talking regularly. Dad made a trip. It took that, and I'm telling you, that one trip had me in tears, me in tears, crying. Yo, you're, I no, never had a problem. You know you're about to get your ass with somebody pay tolls to come down. Tolls. Walk up in. Tolls. Walk up in your house. Walk up in your house. Where he at? I walk in the room and I. This is what I was told. Get out of a room in my house. Oh. I never had a problem out of Frank again. Again. Now that middleman beating didn't work for him. Talking didn't work for him. See, that's why I'm only gonna have one. Like I just need one. I look at him, I don't gotta beat him, slap him. I look, I give him that eye. He's I don't have no issues out of my son. I don't I've never had to beat my child. What you're doing works, and see that's the difference. It works. So anybody coming into the situation, if they see that your method works, there's no need for any excess of anything. I think it's just literally my demeanor. Like what I say, go. And I, I look him in his eyes. My dad used to do the same thing with me. I did get beaten. And I was, but he beat me to the point where I was scared. But he beat me when I used to lie. I used to have, I still have a kind of a bad habit of lying. But <laughs> I used to lie so bad off of dumb stuff. And he used to be like, baby girl, I'm, I was, I'm the only child. Baby girl, just tell me the truth. And I just used to be so scared. The movie beat me the scared I got. And it's got worse and worse. So and, that, and for you, and that's why you take the approach you take now. Yes. The fear you had when you grow from growing up and the discipline you received. So you took where, okay. So you took the reverse of what I, I took. Because mm -hmm. I got my, my father and mother didn't have a problem with laying hands when I did something wrong. And I disciplined in the same manner. I disciplined in the same manner no. as my parents. You on a, you took yours and did it the opposite because yeah. differently than mine did me. And it worked. I it hurt. It's like, hey. Because because you're <laughs> Shannon, you were lead, you were leading from a different place. Hers is coming like and, and I'm and and I'm not trying to be negative in any way, but hers is a trauma. Right. right. That's what I was saying. It's a, it's yeah, it hurts. Hurts a trauma. So her 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 yeah. parents is driven off of her trauma. Right. Whereas yours, you're looking at it as, hey, this this was beneficial for me. It kept me in line. So I'm going right. to adopt that same practice. She's like, right. I'm going to adopt a whole totally different practice. Right. So if you to get that big belt, that big, that yeah. big belt, yeah. is focused on water. And I, <laughs> that this thing. Yo, so like when, you, when, you make it, when you make it about the specifics, yo, it's very easy for it to get. Like then the conversation goes into everybody's personal experience, right? Mm -hmm. And it can't be about the specifics. Um, the baseline of kind of what you were talking about and then why it matters in a blended family is you got to have that conversation. 
if you yep. come to me and say, I don't put hands on my kid, I can't come into that that relationship going, well, I got a whip ass policy, so <laughs> I'm whipping ass. You have, it's about respecting that boundary more than anything else. Um, because that opens up the question. Because mm -hmm. hopefully I got a good reason. If if my reason is I just gotta whip some ass as I can't help myself, you might want to think about your relationship. Right. If um you listening to me, you texted. Oh you? I, I know how to um multitask. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's because it's that 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 is that that's valid. That belongs to you. That's something that you believe is supposed to be that you want to be respected. That got to be respected up front. I mean, that that's a that's a, a huge barrier that y'all two gotta gotta come to. If you tell some, if you say something that like that to your partner, and then he decides, well, now nah, I gotta whip ass. That's more about the strength of respecting the boundaries than it is about his discipline style. Now that comes later on, right? I mean, and, and I speak on my own situation because I didn't come in laying hands on nobody. I, I just didn't do it. Like I, that's not something that I'm going to come into the situation doing. Even though it was times I was like, I got to put the hands, but I'm not, I'm not going to do it. Um, until that time came, when she came out, she was like, you better get him because he acted out. Like, yes. <laughs> <laughs> <My moment. laughs> see, that's what I see. No, it, it, it wasn't like that, though. It wasn't like that, though. But there was a reason. Because if you set it up right, like if you explain, if you've already had these conversations of why this happens, there's also a conversation with the child, right? That's where that discipline that uh professor was talking about comes in. Like if I had to do that, if I had to give you that shock factor that you didn't think was coming, this is why, right? There's a boundary of respect. You crossed over it. You had to bring you back. Right? that's going to be there and then you have that conversation and like you should it shouldn't just be a after the fact conversation about the streets of baltimore won't get you if i don't get you then you, you tell him at that at that moment bow you get it from me or you get it out there so and i'll give it to you tenfold so i was not to cut you off i'm sorry but i was recently talking to somebody um he has a daughter and we went out to eat or whatever i think she's like five or six and she was so sweet at first but then when she started like really paying attention like hold up you know she trying you know she started this is my husband i'm gonna marry him and i thought it was cute at first but she started doing stuff like kick me in my shin like just do all toss him look this is why i can't date guys for kids because I, I don't have the patience for this you kicking me you looking at her kicking me thinking it's funny like how do you <laughs> like, no. He was, he was, he, no. he, he, that was the only date, right? Uh, we was hanging out a lot, but it started getting worse and worse. Like, yeah. He was like, oh, hell no. So are you, so are you, have you, have you continued to date him or has no. that been an icebreaker? All right, let's get some comments out there. We're going to get some comments <laughs> We have out a lot of comments in the room. Yeah, we got a lot of comments nice. in the room. Uh, shout out to everybody. So shout out to Vance. Vance, we appreciate you coming back. Uh, Vance said, when you blend a family, there should be, oh, let me show you when you blend a family, there should be a tr trust on both ends. That means no comp comp Compart compartmentalizing. Neither parent should be the child against the spouse. Got to be on a united front. Um, Shut up, Vance. Linnea's here. Linnea says both parties need to discuss each other's she family backgrounds and how they are disciplined. <laughs> Cosette says there needs to be a healthy mix, though. 
can't be all discipline. Relationships are important for the kid to understand the intention. Um, Go ahead, uh, Dina has some good ones. So Dina says blended families need a solid foundation from all yeah, parents true. involved. Foundation yeah. will determine whether the family will win or fail. Mm -hmm. uh, right. Vance also says, I consider myself to be open-minded. I will try your style of discipline, but you have to prove that it works. I think that's right. fair. Oh yeah. yeah. And then um, an IG, what's up? Shout out to Nels. Nels will be joining us soon. Um, I think next week, uh, Nell says, if I'm not allowed to discipline, I'm not taking care of them. It's one household. A family continues to grow. It's always a conversation. Uh, and that was um, what we were talking about the conversation never ends. It's on going. Because there are a lot, there are a lot of families, and you know, I, I've a lot, and I speak from a woman's perspective, of course, where they're like, you know, you're not disciplining my child. But if if you're coming and accepting this person as your partner, your soon-to-be husband. How do you say that this person couldn't can't discipline your child? Well, once again, it goes back to the conversation. What is discipline to you? What does that look like? I discipline like this. How do you discipline? So it's all a conversation, but you can't say I can't discipline because I'd be damn I live in a house with you and your child, and I can't, and I can't never check the child on anything. Yeah. We don't belong together, we don't right. belong together at all. Uh, oh shoot! And it's going to be hard to be together in that type of situation and scenario because then it. How do you feel? How does a woman feel like that's her home, and a man feels like feel like that's his home? How does a man feel like he's run, he's in charge of his home if he's not given the opportunity to be in charge of his home? And but to Shannon's point, it's important to define what discipline is in your home. If it's raising your voice, yelling, be all of that needs to be discussed because even if you're not for somebody putting their hands on your kid, somebody should be able to if they paying them bills and contributing at home to tell your kid to go sit their ass down somewhere. All right, NJ Rich, you've been quiet. I'm gonna let NJ Rich get speak and then I kind of want to um <clears throat> on this blended family thing because I know we've been speaking about uh the discipline aspect, but there are some other you know conversations to be had as far as blended families and. I might we might be able to grab a child or well a child to talk about you know how they felt when they got some stranger had to choke them up for the first time and like see how they felt. Uh so, go ahead, brother. So so I think I think the one part of this we mentioned earlier, but I think it's it's key. Uh and the reason why Dr. Will is here today. When you're dealing with a blended family, you should go to therapy. And it's not it's not just to say that something is wrong. It's to it's a space to be able to work out these differences for you to see yourself from a different perspective, for you to be able to gain an understanding of your partner, for your children to be able to gain understanding of each other if there's children coming together. Uh, so so therapy is not a negative word. It's not bad. It's not you know all of the negative stereotypes it's an opportunity for people to look inside of themselves mm -hmm. realize some things that they have not dealt with talked about understood and if you're in therapy with your family give them a perspective of each other's situation and where they're coming from if you have an issue with the discipline in your household and the, the adults in the room have discussed it and it's still not working maybe there's a different way to go about doing it so we we have to be able to not just you know bend to the will of 
you know, this is just the way it's going to be. But we have to continue to look, think, and try to find ways to make the situation better. Therapy is an option to do that. And if it is about your children, if discipline is one of the things that is an issue in the household, Mm -hmm. talking about it could be a part of the solution to be able to figure out how to keep your family together because your family is the first instance of society that your children will grow up in. Parents are the first teachers. Siblings can also be the first friends and how they learn how to deal with one another in a societal fashion. You learn that in your home before you walk out of the door. So so my, my only thing is, and, and to, to give kudos to Dr. Will, because I it's an extremely difficult situation to be in, to be a therapist and to work with people. I give kudos to all of those individuals in it, but therapy is one of the things that we have to consider to make sure that our families stay together, to have understanding of ourselves and one another. And you too, Dina, because I know you're about to say something. Don't forget me. Yes, we know Dina. She is a therapist. Too. She's in the room. So yes, you too, Dina. <laughs> um, so on, on the lines of the discipline, um, I think one thing that we really didn't touch on the fact is um, the child's reaction and the fact that, you know, the child has to know that they are loved and they have to understand that, you know, They, they have to understand, like, because I had it double, like, well, no, I guess I had it the regular way. Two, two, yeah. I had two moms, two dads. Yeah, you had you know, double. I had double. You know, I had double everything. Because sometimes like, the, the, the other parent is not married and you just have that one that yeah, has a relationship. I had two so Christmases. You had two you know, whole families. I had two Thanksgiving. I had double everything. You, you have, because we still have it. I have two mother-in-laws. I have two father-in-laws. We still yeah, have it. Yeah, you know, so I had double everything. And it was like my mother's house. You know, my mother was heavy in the church. You know, we went to church three, three days. We was in church on Tuesdays, Wednesdays, Friday, and Sunday. And he ain't nothing house. but the devil. Ain't that something, y'all? And when I went to my father's house, that's where I learned about Richard Pryor and Eddie Murphy Ray. and Tennessee <laughs> and <laughs> Newports. And, you Not know, Newports. So that was, you know, that was the Right, so it was it was a perfect balance for me though in a certain a extent. Life. Yeah, you know, some people may say it made me as crazy as I am. I think it was a perfect balance, you know. Um, but the love factor is is very important. Like the child has to know that, you know, they're not getting treated differently because I had brothers and sisters in the house. Like you know, my dad came with children, my mother just had me. Then they had my sister together. Um, I don't think any of us like my little sister though. I think she's the enemy to all of us. I don't care. I'll say it out loud. Uh, she's the enemy. Uh, we love her. She's the enemy, though. But um, I never felt. I never felt like an outcast because it's easy for a child to feel like an outcast in a blended family situation. Um, and then for somebody to discipline them, well, then would you rather be treated? Would you rather be disciplined by someone who treated you like an outcast, or would you rather just be treated like you weren't there? Oh, oh, that's that's deep. Would I rather be treated by somebody still trying? It's the same thing, right? Isn't it the same thing? Because you, 
you treat me like an outcast. I'm really not there. And then you got another to go put your hands on me, yell at me. But it would be either or. It wouldn't be both. Like it's either like I don't even recognize you, or right. I'm doing things because I may not care. But like, I mean, it's a tough, it's a tough choice to make. I'd rather you, you not know one. me than to abuse me because you don't like me. Well, I gotta say this. This happened to my mom because she uh, is the oldest of my of her siblings. There's four of them. Um, she was from another relationship, and then it's my three uncles. And she told me a situation where the man that—that's my uncle's father—he he object. He didn't want to. He didn't want to um, see to it that my mom was fed. Wow. And and, um, and it was an abusive relationship. And my great grandma, she laid down the law. She was like, "You knew when you got with this woman, my daughter, that she had a daughter from another situation. So why why are you put, taking it out on her?" And she he got kicked out. He got booted. Well, I don't yeah. even understand. Like, why do you put yourself in a like you already know what the situation is, right? So is it mainly just because you just want the yep. you know the good like yep. you want like it's not the children you want you want the woman and you'll yes. deal with them being around but you even though she know she had a child yeah. can't can't miss people them. are just evil. people are just evil like that no what was crazy though is like all of these dynamics is really from within dynamics because mm-hmm. even as i'm listening to you mike like like did nobody know, like i'm going back to the we was kids the kids days we just went over there like that's mike that's kevin that's james that's them like that's just who they are like, did, did nobody know that? Like, everybody who was in the room was family. Mm-hmm. And that's just what it was. Uh, it didn't become a blended family issue until somebody made it an issue. So somebody uh, defined it. It was right. always there. Like, it's so, like, we, we, we started putting these definitions on things and what blended family means and what it means and all this kind of, all these specifics and stuff. Um, but that's that's what a family is. That's what a family always is. And if you take the word blended off it, you have a bunch of people in the same room doing the same stuff, having the same interactions, having the same problems, having the same stuff to work through. Um, and it really becomes this, like, because you can have the, the, the biggest problem to, I think, when these things come together, right, is you got, this is my family, it's how we do it. It's my family, it's how we do it. We come together and then we butt heads and decide, what are we keeping from my family? What are we keeping from your family? Instead of going, this is our family, how are we going to do it? Right. Like, how are we going to build this thing together that makes sense for everybody in the room? Because I got the way that I feel, and it may not have come from a good place. It may have, might, have, might, might be what led me here. And you got things that you feel, and they got, that led you. And like not being willing to have those conversations is what leads to the ongoing static, right? Because then when you, when you bring kids into this environment, that's all they know. All they, they don't know that it came from two different places. They just know that I'm here and this is my reality. Um, and was the work done to make sure that that's going to be a secure reality? Or are we still talking about things that we haven't resolved from baby mama number three back in the day? Yeah. And, and so, I think I, I know for sure. Go, go ahead, NJ Rich. Well, well, I, I saw a question in the room um, because uh, uh, Dina Scott posed a good question about practices uh, blended families should engage in to address financial issues among parents, differences in religions, choices, and, and in uh. discipline. I mean, it's 
all of it, all of it is a is is a conversation. Every last one of those topics is a conversation. And I and I'm glad that Dr. Will talked about the 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 blended that word blended, uh, because all of the issues that we're talking about today aren't just blended family issues. They're family issues. This mm-hmm. happens when both parents are, are the parents of the child. When it's so so you can still have a different discipline style from your wife or your girlfriend and y'all could be still living in the same household, raising the same child that you all uh, you know came together to create. So these aren't blended family issues. These are family issues. Just the fact that you had a child with somebody else and or your girlfriend had a child with somebody else and y'all decided to come together, it's the the word blended like Doc said, take that off the board. It shouldn't even be called blended families. This is family issues because families, regardless of where the child came from, have all of the very same concerns that we are talking about today. If you have parents in the household and you have children in the household and everybody has their own thoughts and feelings and minds, people are going to butt heads. People need to learn to compromise. People need to do all of these things in order for the family, blended or not, to be able to move together. And the adults in the room have to maintain the blinders on the forward-focusing direction and that vision that the adults in the room set for the family. So everything else has to go along with whatever the vision the adults in the room set. So that is the the key how can we move as a unit from point a to point b from point b to point c and so forth it's not even about being blended this is about being a family and regardless of what the family looks like dang Rich, you just changed your whole topic but like but that's like when, when, when dr bella said um yeah great point you know just nobody it, it's not a blended family until somebody makes it that way right like that like and then mm-hmm. nj red file like that i mean that's it right there like I mean, so it's just the baby mama like, and the baby daddy that's a cause of trauma to make it the blended family no, that walks in and and causes the separation between the children like i right. But the word, I think the word, like going to what Will and and NJ Rich was saying, Dr. Will, sorry. The word blended can be turned negative. So it's very easy for you. Yeah, the way that it's so it's 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 what's in the word, because blended. Why do we have to put something in front of it? It's what you define it like. I know I have aunts and uncles. They got technically they're married into the family. Right. I'm not going to call them my step aunt, my step uncle, or say that's my blended aunt or unblended. She in the blender, not blended. Why does that even matter? At the end of the day, if they produced kids or they didn't, that's my cousin. You know, regardless, that's my aunt, that's my uncle. Right. We throw around words and we don't realize that it, we create a negative definition to it that makes it an issue. And that's how, to to the point, how it ends up becoming an issue in your your situation, your relationship, in your home. Because we water it sometimes. We water it by giving it life. We water it by saying it. Oh, this is my half-sister, like Shannon was saying earlier. Why is it a half-sister? My mm-hmm. sister is my sister. Some right. of us have, you know, some of us have pledged 
Do you sit there and say that's, you know, you might say that's my soul role, but you hear people saying, no, that's my sister. That's my brother. So right. if I can do that of someone that I don't know, but now I'm taking ownership and I'm taking on this role and responsibility, I'm investing in this person and this home and these children. Why do I have to define them in a way that's negative? No, that's my child. You know, maybe I didn't, I wasn't a part of creating them, but they're a significant part in my life. And that's how we need to look at it. It's removing those negative words and creating definitions around it that don't help us elevate and grow as a unit. That's Is it too it. late to drop a heavy question, Mike? Oh, no, nope. you, you got time. Heavy question. Think about this, though. What's more important to you? The family you inherit or the family you choose? Uh, the family you I have to pick one. Yeah. If you if you had to pick one, right? I mean, and, and it's, it's it's a it's a deep question. That's that's probably a whole show worth of question. But mm. think about it though. You have people who you come into life, right? This is my mom, my dad, my cousin, my my uncle, whoever. I have to love them. Mm -hmm. That's what I, I I have to. I'm just taught to love them. Out of that situation, you have people who may not necessarily be worthy of your love. Hmm. But you continue That's to love true. them because you have to. You appointed those. Mm. You have the people you choose to love: your spouse, right. yes. kids, people, your brothers, like your homeboys, like people that's family but not family. Your uh, your fake cousins, like people like that, who you <laughs> bring into your life mm -hmm. intentionally. And you choose those people and you have bonds with those people because they don't have that stuff that you had you had to accept and inherit. Like that one crazy cousin, like one crazy uncle who you just like, ah, uh, that's just him. That's just how he is. And I'm not really feeling his vibe, but I have to because that's mm. blood. That was a perfect. Can I spin that question on his head real quick, Doc? Not on his head. Yes. What what I think about is even those people that I'm blood related to, yeah. the way I think about it, I still choose them. I mm. still choose them even if they're blood. I'm yeah. choosing my brother to be my brother when I get to a level of understanding of what relationship is. Now, my blood, my brother, blood brother, possibly could not deal with me. I can possibly not deal with him. He could be another Joe on the street, blood brother. So I choose those who are related to me to be in that spot, that position in my life. I choose those that aren't my blood, my aren't blood kinfolk as my family members by, by anything outside of choice, experience, and time. Because your family is, is a collection of people with like-minded things headed in a similar direction. Your tribe. You know yeah. what I mean? And and that community is, it can be as small and as big as you want it to be by blood or by choice, but I've chosen to cool. be my mother's son because today you can go to the court and not be, you, you can go to court and not have parents. You can go to court I and do anything these days. Yeah, I choose yeah. my mother. I choose my father. I choose my brother's. I choose my family, you know, so, just like I chose my wife. So can you know I piggy? I, mean? I want piggy off of that because I got a question for Dr. Will. Off of what NJ Rich said, 
yes, you you can you are making a choice because you can choose to not have family members around you because maybe it's an unhealthy relationship. It's it's toxic. It's not something that's helping you grow or elevate you. It's knocking you down. So how do you handle, you know, and I guess this is for both of you guys. How do you handle those type of situations as well? Because it's like, yeah, I'm these are people that I'm forced to be in, in in a situation with. I have to come around. I have to be here. So you're really not going to go nowhere. But this love over here is chosen. But you take this person over here as that's family is taking my love for granted. They don't value me. They, they, it, there's there's no respect and honoring over here that I have chosen that decision. Now I'm making an executive decision to say I'm choosing me self-care because this is a relationship that's toxic. It's not helping me. So I have to take a step back. And I noticed that these outside relationships are more healthier for me. Right. Can you? I think you handle it ex- exactly the way that you said. Like that's exactly it. That's how you handle it. You choose, and like not a lot of people are thinking like you, Jay Rich, and Jay Rich. Like it's, um, you know, you you are an anomaly. So mm-hmm. I ask that question because not a lot of people are willing to consider what that really means. Because mm-hmm. um, I mean, there is no right answer. Like there's no one more important than the other. What's more important is what serves you. And you have to understand, like, the idea, the concept of selfishness is not a bad word. We've turned it into a bad word. We've turned it into a whole different definition. But if you can't consider yourself first, you're not properly equipped to serve the so-called people you're trying to be selfless for. You have to be your best you before any of that matters to anybody else. And that includes hard questions like, my girl wants to don't want me to whip ass and I want to whip ass. I got to figure out what that means to, to our situation. Or, you know, um, my blood family ain't really serving me the way that my chosen family does. And that feels kind of funny, but I think it's the best thing for me. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, right at that moment, we go, but we can't because that's blood. Mm-hmm. I got to stick with that. And, but you got to be willing. Shannon, you got to when it's necessary, you got to cut them off the same way that you would do anybody else. So that, I think, feeds into the idea of what a blended family or a family really is. is did you decide collectively with the people around you that this is the situation that serves everybody the best? Then if that's the case, it's real easy to identify the people who don't. The, the disgruntled baby's mama or the crazy uncle or the bad dad who don't whip everybody all of them become real easy to see when the circle is for the circle mm-hmm. and you know a lot i think we are inherently play on words taught unconditional love for right. your family my mother beats me in the head with so and so is doing this make sure you go so and so is doing that make sure you go and and, and we, you know, coming up, we got a big, we got a big family. Like you know, I got my mother, my so I would try to be everywhere. But as you get older, you realize, well, why the hell am I running over there? So and so tell me, like right. I stand them, but I'm not going to break my neck to appease or just show my like I'm not because doing we're that. family. Yeah. So as I got older, I decided I chose to be an asshole, and I am very comfortable in that skin. Like I wear that shit well. And I do it with love, but too well sometimes. Hey, I love, I love the people. I love what I choose. Asshole skin. Thank you, sir. I got one of those too. <laughs> Thank you. Let's get cool, saying. Look, me and Doctor Well, 
No. Oh. <laughs> His mama's in the room. <laughs> she said you she can't say asshole, so I'll say it for you. Yes, you wear your asshole skin very well. I mean, but but the people it it, it feels better when you get to a point to where you can choose what people that would choose you. Right. First. Like when you can get to that point, it, it, it's just a different feeling. So that's why I think I will always opt for the the choice. You know, I, I think that's where I always go with. Person. Hmm. I, I will say this the the people in your family the people that you choose hopefully there's a level of love that's associated mm -hmm. with that mm -hmm. regardless of what that level is but with that level of love comes underneath that level is a is a measure of sacrifice anything that you say that you love you would sacrifice for any of these people that you say that you love you would sacrifice for even if it's sacrificing time because we could be doing something else with our time so if you say you have, you know, feelings, love, support for people, you know, their family members or whatever, do what you can to sacrifice just a little bit. I'm not asking you to blow, you know, whatever you got. But if Sorry, you, Rich. If you <laughs> say you love somebody. I, I, I love you, but I, everybody but I love don't deserve my sacrifices. I well, love here's, 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 the, here's the deal. Mm -hmm. You sacrifice just that five seconds to tell me what you had to tell me that was on your heart and mind. So in essence, I appreciate the love that you gave me just for my acknowledgement in the room. So, so you know, and I know the show about to be over, but, you know, if you if you call people family, let family be family, have a measure of love for them, have a measure of sacrifice for them, and, and even love them from afar if necessary. Ah, uh -huh, Rich, you can't you can't type. No, don't don't Let, give him ideas. You, you can't know. tell. You can't type. Time. Not the power of <laughs> Don't give him ideas. All right, so oh, you are tuned into the Cooling the Game Show. Uh, we appreciate everybody that uh, checked in with us tonight. We're gonna get our final thoughts in. Um, we spoke about Hush blended families. We spoke about. Um, we started from the beginning of you know actually making the choice to date someone with children. Um, the responsibility that you're deciding to take on. Um, and then we worked our way into blended families as far as disciplining. Um, I know, so he's typing. He's double, typing. Playing the double Dutch game. The double Dutch game uh, as far as that parent that's coming in trying to figure out your place in a situation that's already established. Um, share this show with a friend. Um, go back and listen to it again. Um, if you have any questions or anything, hit the inbox. Uh, DM us um, at CNTG Show. If you have questions for Dr. Will, um, send them to us. If you send them that directly to him, he'll follow the answer with an invoice. So you <laughs> might want to go trust him because I'm not responsible after that. All right. So, uh, Linnea, let's get your final thoughts. Uh, I was just going to say attract what you want to come to you. If you want positivity, you have to exude that positivity. Mama says family is worth sacrificing. Mm. I know she's going to call me when we're done. Well, May May, well, your final thoughts, my well. dear. Sacrificed. <laughs> uh, are we, when are we going to make your announcement? Uh, are we not make, we not doing that? Pick your um, weekend next week. Okay. Um, I think it's important to know um, the people you're surrounding. I don't even want to say the people you're surrounding yourself with. Just pay attention to the people you surround yourself with. If the relationship isn't healthy um, 
and you're holding on into an unhealthy relationship, or if it's not helping elevate you and you noticing that it's wreaking more havoc in your life or create more chaos. I don't think, um, again, we were talking about the words that it's real easy for us to put negative, create words and make them negative. Dr. Will made a great point earlier. It is nothing wrong with being selfish. Okay, and, and let's just stop using the word selfish and just saying self-care. That is yeah. really important for you to prioritize yourself and do what you need to do to be a better mom, to be a better father, to be a better whatever you need to be in your life. But sometimes we don't realize that we have a lot of people around us that are toxic, that are not going to help elevate us. And right. we listen to you and we allow them to feed that into our spirits. So just pay attention to what you're opening your ears to. Sometimes you got to take the meat and throw the bones away. Mm. That's it. And Jay Rich made an obstacle. I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I love you, NJ Rich. Yes. Oh, no, no, oh, for, but for real, y'all, uh, thank you for having me on. Uh, God bless. Good night. Yeah. Uh, Dr. Will? Yeah, I, I just think um, they'll be careful with definitions, man. Like definitions is we try to fit those. Once we put them on them, they like brackets. And now we try to live within those things. They may not necessarily uh, serve us in the situation. Um, you always have a choice. You always have a choice to decide what your family means, uh, what your family is going to be tomorrow. And if it, if it ain't working for you today, get together and discuss it. Figure it out. Change it up. Like there's, there's, there's no, um, you know, Professor was talking about the conversation we had before. Like there's no time bound thing that says we have to figure this out by right now. Yeah. Tomorrow will come. And if you want your family to move different, do it that way. But um, nobody has ever decided how families come together. Like they always come together in different ways. And um, once we take those ideas of thinking a family has to be a certain way off, this whole thing is going to be a lot easier to figure out. Mm -hmm. Shani, Shane. Um, yeah. So I, we learned today in my, um, what's it? Um, what's that man you don't like on radio? What's his name? You know yes. When he does his, what you learned today, I learned that we are all family. <laughs> we are all family. We're all blended some way, but family is really what you make up, what you make and who you select as your tribe. That is your family. And Mayberry took oh, what I was going to say as well, as, as far as what um, Dr. Will said, putting yourself first, because that's one of the things that I had to slowly learn is that as long as I keep putting and doing everything for everybody else, eventually I'm not going to be any good to anybody else because I haven't taken the time to put myself first. So that's something that we all have to remember that it's okay to take the time to step back and do what you need to do for you so that you can be the best person for your tribe, your family, and all the, all the things that you're involved in. Yeah. Don't right. blame Shan. Uh, I definitely appreciate it. You provoke the pot with this. We're not doing this popcorn whole shit. That's right. God bless. Good night. Good night. I'm done. <laughs> uh, I just wanted to uh, thank Dr. Will as usual. Uh, we I appreciate us. Um, we still need to figure out how we're gonna do this thing because uh, you know, like you told me, uh, we strong together. So we we gonna we gonna figure something out. We are gonna put it together, even though we making it happen. I think we averaging about once a month now. Yeah, I'm in there. I'm in there. I don't yeah. know why you try to play me like that. Like I, 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 I,
I didn't tell you no. That's just... Dr. Will coming with it. Oh, gosh. So, there. Dr. Will done checked two people tonight, but we went <laughs> with the slide, okay? He always checking me. when he did. Yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad everybody else getting some. Um, <laughs> AJ Rick, I appreciate people. you for uh, being there whenever uh, we reach out. Linnell, yeah. welcome. Uh, uh, we can't wait to do more things. NJ Rich, I'm gonna keep working on you when school is done. Um, you know, I got something for you. Um, thank you for joining us too. Um, yes, power of integrity underscore on Instagram. I'm about to start vlogging and doing my, you know, my whole thing. So looking at this really inspires me. Well, I, I want to thank you guys for having me. Although, you know, I don't look as beautiful as, you know, the ladies on here right now. So I just got off of work. Girl, but I'm busted. Any assistance you need, you know, just we, we already connect. So any assistance you need, it whatever. So thank you. I really appreciate support. it. Yeah, we definitely about support. Uh, we'll be back next week. Uh, Nels will be on with us next week. Um, I had a good time. Um, the only thing I'm going to say as far as this whole thing, blended families, um, Take the step, take the blend it off, and then you'll have the perfect situation. And um, that's all I got to say about it. And also let the obstacles before you provoke the power. Right, man. From your fountain. Little A B Lexington to walk out. I cannot just my mama here. I'm gonna play a little gospel tonight. Praise him, hallelujah. Bye, y'all. See you,